Ciao, Bianconeri. Hello and welcome, everybody, to the Bianconeri Show. I am one of your hosts, AJ, or Yuve AJ. And joining me is... Martina. Hey, guys. This is Yuve Designer. So, yeah, guys. Um, this is our first ever episode. I hope that uh, maybe some of you heard our teaser episode that we posted earlier this week. Um, this will be our first official episode. And... If um, I don't know if I mentioned it in the teaser, but it is all about transfers. So, Martina, you want to start us off? Yes, of course. I mean, this transfer window so far has been crazy. It's only been a couple weeks, a couple days, and so much happened. Yeah, so the transfer window, I believe, opened on July 1st for Serie A. And I think for Juventus, it has been one of the most exciting, if not... Well, apart from Ronaldo last year, uh, that's kind of hard to beat. But other than that, I think it's been a crazy one so far. Yeah, of course. I mean, we have so many new amazing players that joined the team, starting from Rabiot, Ramsey... Buffon coming back now since yesterday, the leaked sign. I mean, there's so much that happened already. And I mean, so much that can still happen. Yeah, so obviously there's been a lot of um, big player signings, but other than the leaked, because I know he's a fan favorite so far, which one has been your favorite? I mean, I haven't seen that much happening since it's only been a couple days, but... Um, I can't wait to see what Ramsey, to be honest, is going to bring to the table. He showed a lot of positive attitude on social media, and he's just so happy to be at the club, which, I mean, he can definitely put that into the game, and who knows what can bring, what can he bring. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed that um, he's actually not going to travel with the squad. Uh, in his press conference, I think he said that he has a slight injury and I'm assuming Sarri doesn't want to take him and, you know, risk um, that injury getting worse. So, yeah, I'm excited for Ramsey too. I think he's bringing a dynamic game. Uh, you know, he can. he's that box-to-box midfielder, as he said. He knows how to finish. He knows um, He knows that deep pass, that last pass that the team, I think, was slacking last year. We didn't have that player to put in that final pass to connect, you know, the defense to the midfield to the attack. And he can finish, of course. I mean, I was actually watching today a couple of videos on him, and some goals that he scores are impressive. Um, you know, he knows where to be in the box. He knows when to shoot, when not to shoot. And I feel like he has that instinct even though uh, obviously he's a midfielder and he you know he can come back to defend and control the midfield but I feel like he has that um, that killer instinct in the box and he can put one away when we least expect it yeah definitely I mean that's something that we lacked a lot last year last season we have we had great midfielders but there was something missing and he can definitely make that difference I think for me, my favorite, other than Delete, obviously, uh, has to be Rabiot. I mean, obviously he had a fallout with PSG last year, but up to that point, 
he wasn't playing bad. I mean, he was playing pretty decent football. You know, he's a big guy. I think he's like 6'2 or 6'3. He has some pace on him. He knows how to cut the midfield, which I think is another area where Juventus lacked last year. Uh, We couldn't, you know, get the ball back in the middle of the field and we were just getting completely destroyed in the middle. We saw it against the, the first game against Atletico. Uh, it was just ridiculous the amount of balls and, um, you know, we couldn't win anything in the midfield. Not only that, but the passes were just not happening. We had a lot of problems. And with these two midfielders, along with Pjanic, it will make a lot of difference. Trust me. Yeah, I'm excited to see them start, uh, at least play a couple games. I don't think they're going to be starting together in the beginning, uh, but I think we can come back to that a little bit later. Uh, I think we planned on talking about some of the lineups that maybe Sarri will come up with. But anyways, the big news of this transfer season, not only for Juve, but I think for the entire transfer market, Delit is officially at Juventus. The announcement came yesterday, I believe, by Juventus. And today he had his official press conference. It was a pretty interesting one. What did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it. I listened to it um, some hours after it was live. But what I see from him is not a 19-year-old. He doesn't look, he doesn't act as a like a, like a 19-year-old. And I mean, I'm just impressed with... His personality and his attitude, he's very mature and responsible. So it's just something that you don't see every day. Yeah, I completely agree. I actually woke up at 4 a.m. to watch it uh, since we're on the East Coast of the United States. But, um, you know, I was really impressed. Uh, I've never seen a 19-year-old, you know, have that confidence in the press room. He handled all the questions very well. And you can tell that he's excited to be here. You know, he, I believe he's loved you for a while. And you can see that in his attitude. Yeah, I, I really liked how he literally answered all the questions and, you know, handled it very good. I loved how he said that he already knew what, where it was going. I mean, that's something that excites you, you know, as a Juve fan that he picked you, you know, picked Juve as a team that he wanted to play at. Yeah, and he mentioned um, at that Netherlands versus Portugal Nations League game, you know, we all saw the video of Ronaldo talking to him and saying, hey, come to Juve. Do you think that uh, Ronaldo had an effect there? Or do you think that the decision was done before? Because the elite said that... It didn't have an effect on his decision that he already knew where he was going. But do you really believe that? Or do you think, you know, that Ronaldo effect took a part in his decision? I mean, what I think is that since his idols, the people that he looked at, you know, in the past were Juventus players, that definitely made a big impact before but I mean, if Ronaldo comes to you and tells you that, that will definitely, you know, push you a little bit more, push you to, you know, actually decide, okay, yes, now I'm 100% sure that that's where I want to be. Yeah, I think, um, I still think that Ronaldo had a little bit of an effect on it. 
you know, it's one thing to have your clear head where you want to go and have your idols and all of this, but even he said Ronaldo was his idol when he was little. He used to pretend that he was Ronaldo when he was playing uh, football in his backyard. So I think that, you know, he had a little bit of an effect to see where exactly he was going to end up. Yeah, for sure. And I think that also Buffon and Chiellini made a huge impact, as he said in his press conference. And I also found this... Um, this tweet from a high school friend of him that said that Barzagli was his favorite player. And so, I mean, Juve has everything that he likes as far as the way that, that we defend and he's idol. So for sure, Ronaldo, you know, Buffon coming back, Chiellini and Barzagli made, a, you know, an impact after all. After all. Yeah, and I mean... What better place to come than to the Serie A to be a defender and to continue to grow as a defender? As you said, Buffon is back. Now Chiellini is here. You know, he has some injuries, but even though he's getting old and, you know, he might retire soon, sadly, there's a lot that Matais can can learn from Chiellini, not only from Chiellini, but from Bonucci and from Buffon and many of the great defenders that have been through Juventus, as he stated. Um, and I actually found it very interesting. I saw a picture on Twitter. Uh, I don't remember who posted it, but, you know, the elite looking at the Ballon d'Or, And I think he, he can picture himself being the next Cannavaro, you know, being the next center back to win that coveted trophy. Yeah, I mean, he already won the young Ballon d'Or. Yeah, the, the golden boy. So, I mean, definitely has a potential. There's not that many defenders that won the Ballon d'Or. So, I mean, he can definitely beat that one, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, just like Mbappe, I think, won it last year, uh, the Golden Boy Award. These guys, I mean, they're 19, 20 years old, and they're at the competition level that some of these guys that have been there for years are at. So it's going to be interesting to see his development, see how he starts playing with the team. And I can tell that he's hungry to be playing already. You know, he knows that he's not going to be a 100% starter from the beginning. He's only been to maybe one or two training uh, sessions with the team. But he traveled with them. And I think he has, um, he has a big role to play under Sarri's plans. Do you think, since we're playing tomorrow, do you think that Demiral is going to start with Bonucci? Uh, no, I think Bonucci and Rugani should start unless Sarri puts in the entire second team first. But um, I expect Bonucci and Rugani to start and then maybe sub in one of the new guys. Demiral has been uh, training with the team for a little bit, so he might get a head start on Delete. But I don't know. Delete is hungry and, you know, I don't think... Uh, much can hold him back so I think he's he's definitely going to be he's definitely going to want to be playing and I don't know how long Sarri can keep him out of his plans yeah for sure I mean he's going to show the team and Sarri that he's ready like he's always been there yeah and I mean we just spent what it was 75 million I think was the last uh the last official price so 
you know, you don't splash money around for a player to sit him on a bench. Now, of course, it's preseason and he has a lot to learn, but, you know, he needs his playing time. Now, as far as talking about defense, what do you think of the Spinazzola-Pellegrini swap? First of all, I think it's a great move for Spinazzola. I think with Alexandro there, there's not much playing time for him other than maybe Copa games and whenever Sandro needs a rest. Uh, so I think in Roma, he should have a starting spot always and he needs to continue his uh, his career. So I'm really excited for him. Also for Luca Pellegrini, you know, it's, it's a good backup position for him if Sarri does decide to keep him because there was rumors that he might be going out on loan, but... I would like to see him stay in the squad. He's going to get some playing time. Obviously not first team playing time, but a few Copa games and a few uh, league games. And he should uh, develop to the potential that he has. Yeah, I mean, we saw him play with the under-21 team, um, the Italy team. Yeah, in the, in the World Cup, right? Yeah. And he did a great job. So he... He has a lot, of course. He's still very young, so he has a lot to learn. And he will definitely do that at Juventus. But he can he can get some playing time once in a while. Now, staying on the topic of, uh, of wingbacks, what do you think about the whole Cancelo situation? Do you want to see him stay? Do you want to see him leave? What are your thoughts? I mean, we should not let him go. Of course... If he really wants to leave, then we can find a great deal for him. But in my opinion, he has to say, we need him. I mean, if he, if he leaves, then we need someone else. And it's hard to find someone like him for, you know, not a crazy amount of money. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Cancelo obviously is a great player. If it's the defending problem that Sarri sees in him then okay, maybe go ahead and sell him and bring in a right back. But now that Trippier is out to Atleti, not that I would have liked Trippier any, anywhere near Juventus. But, I mean, there's not that many right backs, especially defend, defensive ones out there. So, I mean, I don't know. We could bring in, I guess, Joe Gomez from, uh, from Liverpool, but now he's starting as a center back. And I don't know. There's not that many right backs out there in, on the market. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many other alternatives. I think he's going to stay. I hope so. But let's see what happens. I mean, who knows? Yeah, I think this uh, preseason tour will be very decisive. Sarri will see what he likes, what he doesn't. And sales are about to start. So Kedira should be on his way out. Maybe Matuidi, they were saying. Iguain, the club wants him out and he doesn't want to leave. Um, it was interesting because I put a poll up on Twitter today saying, you know, what if Iguain goes super Saiyan during these preseason games and scores a bunch of goals? Would you like to see him stay? Would you give him the opportunity? Or would you, you know, you just want to kick him out the door right now? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, he can still be an amazing player. I mean, he showed that in the past at Juve. The problem is that if Sarri doesn't doesn't want him, doesn't think he's going to be a good fit, then, I mean, that's, you know, he's the coach after all, so he's going to make the decision. If he doesn't see that on him, then there's a problem. 
Yeah, so that poll that I was talking about, uh, out of 71 votes, 55% said yes um, to being open to seeing him stay at Juve. 27% said no. And 18% said get him out now. And I think I agree with that 18%. Now, okay, does he deserve a chance? Maybe. Go out to preseason, show what you can do. But in, in all honesty... I don't think he's going to go into Super Saiyan mode. I don't think he's going to be scoring, you know, goals galore even during preseason. So, and Juve, you know, leaving that number nine option open, I think is a statement saying, you know, we don't want Iwain. We want to sell him as soon as possible. And who knows who's going to come. Yeah, I mean, who knows who that number nine will go to. I mean, Icardi is number nine at Inter right, right now. And they want him now so there are a lot of possibility that he can join Juventus what do you think do you think he's gonna actually come uh I think he will come do I want his do I want to see him at Juve yes for the goals that he scores no for the drama that he causes but you know if he's coming out every week and scoring you know two or three goals during the weekend uh, alongside Ronaldo then I'm completely open. As long as he and Wanda, you know, keep the drama off the field, then I'm completely fine with him taking the number nine. But but yeah, I think um, if we get Iwain out of our hands, then Icardi will be showing up and for pretty cheap because just last season, Real Madrid wanted him, you know, they were interested in him. Inter put a price tag of 100 million or so. And now Inter are asking for 50, 60. I think Juve can get him for even less than that. And that is a deal in itself. So, Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you with the drama and like to have him for the goals that he will score. Because, I mean, he is a goal machine. He will put that ball in the, in the goal. Which is something that we're going to need because we don't have our number nine, after all. If Mandzukic leaves, you know... Keen, they're having talks that he can leave as well. So who's and I mean if Iwain were planning on selling him, who's who are we gonna have? So we need that person like Icardi that can put the ball in the goal. If he wants to come, Inter wants him out, we can get him for a low price. I mean, why not? Yeah, why not, right? Now there's been talks about the Neymar Divala swap. What do you think about that? I mean, this is a crazy transfer news that literally just popped out out of nowhere. I knew that Neymar wanted to leave PSG, but I would have never believed that Juventus would have been an option for him. I know that we have an amazing team and everyone wants to join Juve now, this summer, but I don't know if I really want him at Juve. He have he's he's had a lot of problems lately he didn't play a lot of games he was injured a lot he had a lot of drama his parties you know all that crazy stuff that he brings so if he comes to Juve I don't know if he's gonna bring all that craziness as well and I personally do not want that near Juve yeah obviously you know Neymar is a top five player Um, he's obviously suffered a lot of injuries which has cut into his playing time I did the research the other day. I think it was like 42 or 46 games that PSG, that uh, Neymar has missed. 
in, the, in just two season with two seasons with PSG, which is a ridiculous amount of games. Um, but I think Neymar is just using you know this transfer rumors and all of this media to get at Barcelona. I mean, just yesterday or today, Barcelona uh, put in an offer for Neymar a certain amount of money and then two out of possible six players for him so it's going to be interesting to see how this situation develops and where he ends up at the end of the of the transfer window yeah i mean who knows but out of the i think there were five teams that they said that he might you know he was interested in which were real madrid barcelona juventus manchester united and bayern munich i think and, I mean, as far as those five, only now Barcelona made the offer, and he spoke with Juve, apparently. So out of those five, only really two made a move. Out of the two, I think, Barcelona, it's where he really wants to go, and he can actually end up, too, you know. But I don't even know if there's going to be actual space there. I mean, there's so, just so many people. But to be honest, I don't think he is coming to Juve that's my opinion but you know we never know we never believe that he that the lead was going to come to Juve we never believe that Ronaldo was going to come so I mean who knows yeah I mean out of those five United isn't is not in Champions League so I don't think that's even an option for him uh Real Madrid I think has lost interest in him plus they already spent like 350 million euros um Bayern Munich, I'm not sure. And then that leaves you in Barcelona. But again, I just think, you know, Barcelona and him are meant to be. They played very well when they were together. He clicks with the team. And in order to fit him in, they're just going to have to offload some players. But enough talk about Neymar and Barcelona. Let's get back to what matters most, the Bianconeri. Juventus. <laughs> so let's go back to the center backs because we missed a few. Um, I don't know if you saw much about Demiral last season or maybe uh, during the Nations. I mean, um, during the European qualifiers. Uh, what do you think of that transfer? You know, he's a young player. He's 21. And last season with Sassuolo, he showed that he can defend. Yeah, I'm, I'm also very excited for him. He is young, which is good because we need young defenders since our are getting old. But he is hungry as well. He's not scared. He's going to go for that ball. He's very tall, strong. He has that personality that a good defender needs and he will definitely fit good with the team. Yeah, there's been uh, rumors in the last few days and the last few hours about Milan wanting him. And with the news of Chiellini being injured and missing the preseason tour, I think it would be ridiculous for Juve to sell him or to even loan him out. We need at least five defenders, in my opinion. And right now we're down to four and the season hasn't even started. So once we start playing three and four competitions, uh, counting the Supercopa, you know, these center backs, they're going to get tired. They're, they might start getting hurt like we saw last season. And we need those backups. Not only, you know, Rugani, who we had last year, and we had Cáceres, but we saw that the defense was just a disaster. And with Delit, with Demiral, these two young players that have great potential 
they're not only solving the problem for this season, they're solving the problem for the future. I mean, Kelini has maybe this season and at most next season. Bonucci is going to turn 33. We need to be, you know, refreshing that back line. And this summer we have done that. And I think to sell Demiral or to even sell him with a buy with a buyback clause, it would just be terrible business for Juve. And another investment that Juve made this year was Cristian Romero, the center back that was at Genoa last year. What do you think of that move? He is definitely another great addition to the defensive line. I am happy that we loaned it to Genova, where he can, you know, grow, improve, keep playing, because at Juve, after all, he's not going to have that play time. So having that time playing, improving in the games will help him a lot. Yeah, it's obvious that Juve sees something in him and he's not at the level that Demiral and obviously Delit and the other center backs at the club are. So I think it's a great move for him to go back to Genoa, get that starting time, get that experience. And then when we need him, you know, he's ready to come back. Now moving on to the goalies. You know, the legend Buffon, Gianluigi Buffon, is back at Juve. He's back at the Vecchia Signora. His love. What do you think of, you know, Juventus bringing him back? I mean, what a better love story than this one. I am so happy again to have him. After all, he should have never left. But it's fine. The house will always be open for him. It's, I think he's going to be good having him back for this year because we have these new young players, these defenders young players, and he will definitely, you know, give that little push, that leadership push that he has, and, you know, give him all the experience that he had for the past decades. Yeah, I think bringing him back is mostly for motivational reasons. He's going to be leading the team in the locker room, not as much on the field anymore, obviously, because he's going to be back up to Chesney. But, you know, he's going to get his playing time. He's going to get his few games in, uh, maybe play a couple Champions League games, probably most of the Coppa Italia games. Uh, I did read that some newspapers were reporting that there was a clause in his contract stating that he had to play eight games in order to break Maldini's record of Serie A appearances. What do you think about that? I think they, it ended up not being true, but if it were true, you know, does is that something that bothers you or, you know, you don't really care about it at all? Honestly, I don't really care about it. I think we should break all the records, but so I'm happy that he, if he can break it and he will de he definitely will, but I don't care if there's a clause or not. I mean, he's going to play at least eight games for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, For sure, he's going to play games at least. And, oh, that's a lot of lightning and thunder. Um, <laughs> but, you know, even he, this record should have been broken by Buffon anyways. Uh, if I don't want to get into the 2006 season, but if we weren't relegated back then, then he would definitely have broken it already. So it was just a matter of time before he came back and broke it. Now, I want to talk a little bit about Perin. Obviously, he's, you know, not going to be taken into account at Juve. His proposed move to Benfica is now stalled. 
Um, Benfica, I think, has the next few days to decide if they want to sign him or not. Um, apparently, there were reports that he failed the medical. Then they were saying that, no, he didn't fail the medical. Then they were saying that he won't be ready until four months from now. So that's what's keeping Benfica a little bit worried. Um, I, what do you see this move you know, turning out to? I mean, for sure. I mean, having buying a player now, a goalie, that's, you know, a very important player for our team and not having him in, even ready four months from now, it's a hard decision to take. They did not expect that and they just discovered it in their medical that, oh, hey, I actually need four months to get ready. So it's something that shocked them a little bit and will take some time to finalize the decision. To be honest... I do not think he will join Benfica because of that. Yeah, I agree. I think they were saying that if Benfica don't sign him now, then Juve might sell him to another team. Um, but I don't see him staying at Juve, at least in the long term. Um, if he doesn't leave now, he will for sure leave in the January transfer window. Now let's move away from all of the transfer news and rumors and let's talk about the summer tour. The team is currently traveling to Singapore where they will play against Tottenham on Sunday. And now with all of these new signings and some players that are not with the team due to injuries and holidays, how do you think Sarri will actually, you know, line up his first starting 11? Um, because it's just a preseason game, I don't think it will be the most competitive starting 11, but I definitely think he will start with his classic 4-3-3 formation, starting with Chesney and goal, most likely Cancelo or Tecilio on the right and the other one on the left, and Bonucci and Rugani in the middle, just because, you know, they have that experience and Demiral and Elite are both new to the team. So I think he will start with those two center backs, at least for the first game. Then moving on to the midfield, I think he'll keep it classic with Pjanic and Emre Can. But I think he might start with Raviot, test him out during a game, see how his fitness levels are and see how he can uh, and see what he can bring to the team. And then finally up top, I think he will go with Bernardeschi, uh, Iwain, as much as it pains me to say it. I think he'll test him out to see how uh, how his mental strength is, as well as his physical abilities. And then finally, you cannot leave Cristiano Ronaldo out of the starting 11. Um, so that was mine. What about yours? I don't think Iguain will be in the starting lineup. I'm sorry. But I think Mandzukic will be there. Um, Iguain definitely will have some playing time. Probably come in, you know, in the second half. But Bernardeschi, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Mandzukic will be up top with Bernardeschi and Ronaldo. Actually, I agree with that. I think Mandzukic will probably get the starting role ahead of Iguain. Especially because he was there all of season last year. As far as the midfield, I agree with you. Pjanic, Emre Can, and Rabiot. He will give him that playing time over Matuidi. And the defense, it's not that we have that many options. Cancelo, Bonucci, Rugani, and De Ciglio. Rugani will start, 
at the beginning, but Demiral will definitely step up. I think that even that first game and Elite, I mean, it's Elite. He will have playing time. Probably not the first game, but definitely against Inter. Yeah, I mean, I think all of the players that are traveling with the squad will play. Um, most of them on Sunday. All of them, I think, by the time they play Inter on Wednesday, will have had some playing time. But at this point, it's too hard to tell exactly what the starting 11 would be, especially for these preseason games. Uh, they're pretty unpredictable. Sometimes they start out with entirely bench players in the starting 11. Sometimes they start with the stronger side. So uh, it's pretty hard to tell. But, you know, we're going to get a good look at these new players, especially Delit, Demiral, Rabiot. Um, so should be fun. I'm excited also to see Sarri over there in the sidelines. Do you think he's going to wear a jacket or his typical dress code? No, I think that for these preseason games, since they're friendlies, they're not too important. I think, you know, he'll be in his usual tracksuit. Come Serie A, Champions League, Coppa Italia. I don't know. Um, I think Juve will want him to be wearing the suit on the sideline. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, especially um, if he's gonna be smoking on the sideline. What do you think? Do you think uh, he's gonna be smoking or no? It's hard to tell. I mean, I hope he is not. I hope he doesn't smoke, and I hope he also wear a jacket and not his tracksuit. And if he wears a tracksuit, I hope they come up with a very stylish one. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I mean, that's after all that something that Juventus has to decide and I hope they make the right decision. Yeah, for sure. It'll be fun to see, especially these first few games, uh, how the team adapts to Sarri, what kind of style he's going to be playing, um, how he uses the new players, how he integrates the old players. Because, you know, for Sarri, all these players are new, pretty much. Of course, the players know each other. They know how they play, um, but it's a completely different playing style now. So uh, who knows? Maybe he'll start out with a few of the new guys. Maybe he'll start out with a lot of the old ones. It's going to be interesting. And of course, I mean, a lot of the big ones are not traveling with the team. So let's not think that this will be the lineup because, you know, Dybala, Douglas, Ramsey are not there. Chilin yeah, is injured, so we will see. Of course, of course. It's just a, you know, it's preseason obviously some of the big names aren't there so i think um especially just to test out the new guys get the legs going get the physical abilities back up and they should be ready for the Serie A. so talking about Serie A, the lega Serie A announced the dates for the league we will be starting to play the 25th of august of course, we don't know exactly when Juventus will play, but the league will start that day and will end on the 24th of May 2020. Right, I'm really excited uh, to see this team in Serie A. One thing is playing preseason games and another thing is actual competition. So how about we play a little game? What do you think the top four will be? Damn. Of course, Juventus number one, I think, Inter will be number two. Wow. I mean, they've been talking a lot about this is their year, blah, blah, blah. So 
they definitely have a good team, new coach. They will be in that top two, in my opinion. Top three, Napoli. And fourth, it's going to be hard. Probably, you know what? Let's just go with it. Atalanta. Oh, wow. You think they're going to sneak up on the fourth place again? Hopefully. All right. I say Juve number one, ninth title in a row. Um, Napoli number two, just because second season Francelotti, they brought in some interesting players. They have that strong backline now with Koulibaly and Manolas. It'll be interesting to see if they bring in Hamas or not. And yeah, I think they, they'll get an edge on Inter with a new coach. They've been having problems getting players and getting rid of players. Um, Conte has spoke up about that. But I think Inter will get third place just because I don't think any of the other teams are anywhere near strong enough to take that from them. And I think Milan will come back and win fourth place. They got some interesting um, transfer rumors. So it'll be fun. It'll be, uh, it'll be a fun couple of weeks until the season starts to see how all the teams are, are put together. And yeah, I think you are on their way to a ninth in a row Scudetto. Hopefully. 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 And I mean, let us know. We will be posting on Instagram and Twitter. So let us know what you think the top four will be for next season. And yeah, I think that about wraps it up. It's been uh, an interesting summer so far. Our next podcast should be coming up within the next few days. It will be pretty much a game analysis about that game against Tottenham, which will be on Sunday the 21st, I believe. Um, so stay tuned for that. Be sure to follow us on social media at The Bianconeri Show. Also on our personal social media at UVAJ for me on Twitter. And at Uva Designer for me. Be sure to catch the show on all major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If we're missing any platform that you would like to listen to us on, be sure to send us a DM on Twitter or a message through Facebook or Instagram, and we'll be sure to have it included on that platform. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Ciao, Bianconeri.